Merry Christmas, Flooring family. Welcome to the huddle. We're here even the day after Christmas to discuss maintaining forward progress in your flooring career. With me, Staples, Mr. Daniel and Jose Gonzalez up in Grand Rapids. You can just call us the Vatos. <laughs> the Vatos from the north. <laughs> uh, funny story, I was up there and it was snowing. And now it's nice up there, and I'm back in Wichita, and it's yeah, snowing it's here. Snowing. So, I'm not sure sure if it's me or what, but uh, it was a pleasure hanging out with you guys. And um, yes, sir. so, Merry Christmas! How'd your guys' Christmas go? Went good. good. Ate yeah. a lot of food. Still have a lot of leftovers in the fridge. Hey, man, that's one of the best things about Christmas is the leftovers. Man, I'll get home tonight. About day three, kind of get sick of them, but tonight I'm kind of anxious to uh get to the house and see what the wife uh scurries up from all the leftovers that's the best night that's tough though uh -huh. that's watching hey Rollin, hope you had a good christmas yeah merry christmas to everybody a uh, couple quick house uh what's that called house cleaning house yeah we'll call housekeeping? it housekeeping call them housekeeping it is housekeeping few housekeeping items. Uh, first off, the Sims scholarships uh, closed, but we had 22 applicants, which is the highest number, not only that we've had, which we only have one year to compare to, but also one of the higher years that the FCICA has had as far as the scholarships concerned. So thank you everybody for participating. We will be uh, announcing the winner on January 9th on the huddle. So make sure that if you did, um, uh, you know, enter into that scholarship that you're uh, there, you don't have to be present to win, but uh, you can hear your name announced on that. We'll pull it live. Oh, but we'll like you more if you are there when it's announced. We'll definitely like you more. <laughs> um, and then we're going to be moving into a new kind of uh, platform. Hopefully uh, you guys will notice a better production uh, coming in 2024 here. And uh, also we're gonna just kind of review 2023, some of the some of the best topics, got the most uh, engagement and uh, have a little discussion about 2024, where not only where the huddle's going uh, or this podcast, The Huddle, but also just kind of what we're seeing uh, from economic uh, reports and such. So, with that being said, I will start off with saying, bringing up a few of our um, best topics of last year. So uh, one of the series that I enjoyed the most is called Re the Relationship Series. We did a four-part uh, relationship series with your crew, general contractors, homeowners, then your vendors. Uh, but some of the best performing was No Wrong Way to Start Your Business, episode 37, uh, Mindset of Success, episode 40, which um, I'm going to do a plug here. I've actually followed a kind of a routine in my life for the last several years and uh, have assembled that into a journal um, that I try to journal daily, uh, try to live my life with intent. Uh, so speaking of success, I've 
uh, started working on a, a journal to follow the way that I've kind of keep my life in line and keep my uh, smile on my face, even when the, when the days are hard and running several companies with a ton of employees and um, a lot of the stress that goes along with that, how I stay grounded. And so I'm actually going to be publishing that uh, here in a few weeks. Um, I'll show it to you guys. But if you're interested in that journal, uh, I'm going to give away like, I don't know, 20 free copies. I'm going to send oh, awesome. some up to my boys up in Michigan. Um, if they would like to have them, I guess I didn't even ask, but uh, I'll send them to you and you can give them away if you don't want them. How's that? Um, That's fine. That's fine, brother. We won't. We'll give them away to, to good people. <laughs> there you go. Um, you guys have good practices in your daily life already, but if you don't and you want to live your life a little more intently with a little more intention, um, this has just been the practice that has helped me. And I wanted to build it for myself to put it all into one uh, deal where I'm not writing in multiple books and multiple, uh, you know, a journal here, mm -hmm. uh, goals here and this there. And I put it all into one book with one layout. And so it's pretty cool. Um, I'm excited to share that with everybody. Um, it will be on Amazon uh, for purchase if, if and, and in our store, maybe, maybe if preferred likes it, they'll, they'll throw it in their store. But, um, uh, but it's, it's really helped me. Um, so anyway, that's a shameless plug. <laughs> uh, but the mindset of success, uh, we talked a lot about things and a lot of that is in that journal. So um, number uh, episode 47, the impact of technology on the flooring industry. That That's a big one. We're going to have to revisit that in 2024 because as we stated in that, um, in that podcast, technology is always changing. It's always, always. improving. Constant evolution, man. It, it's, it happens I mean, so fast, doesn't it? Yeah. It's I probably mean, already changed since that podcast. Well, we get emails, you know, just from the software just on the updates, this is what's happening. You know, this is what's going to be changing. And the, the crazy thing is, is that once these, these things start changing, there's really no turning back. Right. I mean, just think of it in terms <laughs> of, of the subscription model, like QuickBooks, for instance, was before it was just a straight up program. Now it's a subscription model with online and they're changing everything over to that model. And people are, really angry but it's it's because it's, it, it's the evolution of the software i mean that's what everyone is running to right now is that subscription model yeah and and it, it's just part of um you know technology in general whether it's the the way that it's um paid for or the changes within it i mean the cloud you know the 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 whole uh advent of cloud technology that allows us to store everything on, uh, you know, servers that are not anywhere near you, you know, that's what the cloud is. Um, I mean, from that to, to uh, blockchain technology that's starting to find its way into, um, into different tech, you know, pieces of technology where you share GPU, um, power from all the computers on the network it's it's crazy how where it's going and uh it's just going to continue so you don't have to participate in every piece of technology but i would tell you you should probably get up to speed 
on these things, AI technology that everybody talks about, it's kind of the bu uh, buzzword right now, but I've used it. I've, I've you know, worked with Chat GPT pretty uh, in depth as well as Mid Journey and and there's these, there, you know, I don't use it a ton, but at the time when I started messing with it, I just want to know about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to get left behind. And, and that's what's going to happen is, you know, it, it, there's a lot of people out there that are stubborn like I am. Or I, I don't say I am. You are lucky for your brother. <laughs> yeah. That, that, you know, it's just like, dude, I know how to do this already like this, but I already know how to do it. And it's just, uh, it's just one of those things where. It's change, right? And we don't like change because we're already accustomed to how we're doing it. But it, the reason that change is coming along is, is to create efficiencies, right? And, and as long as you're willing to learn it, you'll become more efficient. Um, it's just a matter of trusting trusting another process. Um, yeah. Basically. Yeah, at least don't get outpaced by it. I mean, yeah. you don't have to adapt everything, but it, you, knowing about it, you might find your own way about using your current systems in a more efficient manner. You just don't understand until you dive into it and try to learn those things. Most of it, you can't break. I mean, if you're not going to ruin it. So just get in and play with the stuff, uh, get to know it and get comfortable with it. At the very least, you won't be left behind in conversations about it, you know, and kind of kind of have a little bit of uh, knowledge around it. So um, yeah, we'll definitely tag back onto that one. Um, Number episode 49, the importance of safety protocol and OSHA re regulations. Um, have you guys ever watched that TikTok of the world of OSHA violations? And oh, yeah. Mike. <laughs> Come with me. <laughs> In a world of OSHA violations. Yeah. I we're... won't try to sing because it's really terrible, but I will <laughs> tell you that it's pretty funny stuff. And you will find a lot of things in there that you'll be like, my God, I can't believe people do that. But um, safety is very important. I've shared a few times on this podcast of when I've seen people get injured pretty significantly. I've cut myself. I can't count how many times during uh, the years of installing um, smashed fingers and all kinds of stuff that's taught me lessons. So uh, that was a... a good performer building a strong relationship and oh i'm sorry actually building a strong reputation yeah. episode 55 that was one of our better ones as well that to me stands out because everything's about relationships i mean i've gotten yeah. close to you guys and you visited me and i've visited you and we've hung out with each other's families and it's because we weren't shy to talk to each other at a trade show. That's really where it all started from, you know? So um, building reputation and relationships kind of go hand in hand, probably why I stumbled on that. Um, but um, that was a well, um, a well-received episode. Another one, um, balancing work <laughs> and life. The, the one that's going to be the hardest one to, to, to figure out for sure. Yeah. Technology is easy compared to that one. Although it's, uh, it seems to be one of the, one of the reasons you use technology. Can you imagine doing the amount of work we do today without email or something uh, like that, or without uh, digital communication? I mean, we wouldn't be sitting on this podcast. That's for sure. Let alone, you know, the efficiencies that all that stuff brought. It's 
pretty crazy to think of if you think 30 years back, but it is um, crazy. Right? The, 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 the technology and how easy um, the evolution of everything has, has made it to increase your volume of work, right? And your job becomes easier, so you take on a little bit more. Then something else comes out, makes it easier, so you take on a little bit more. Next thing you that's know, the it, tough, it, that's the tough thing with balancing. Yeah, and then, then you compare what one individual does now compared to what one individual did 10 years ago. It's like, man. Yeah, you know, it's expected. So, technology can play a role in it, but it certainly makes it actually, I think, a little bit harder because it's hard to unplug. Mm, you know, it is. You're. It's. It makes it a lot easier to work twenty four seven. Yep. Because I mean, I know that we probably touched on it, you know, on a previous podcast, but like when I was on vacation in the Bahamas, it's like. <laughs> I'm there working, everyone's still sleeping, and I'm sitting at the the dining room table working. And I mean it paid off. I ended up winning the bid that was due that week. So it's it's one of those things where it's like uh it's a blessing and a curse at the same time. Yep, for sure. We'll hit on that one again. I think that's always a good one to revisit each year. Uh, right in line with that is episode 72, which was addressing installer burnout. Mm. Yeah. And that goes I think hand in hand with the, the work-life <laughs> balance. Rollins yeah, and they were, they were both well uh, yeah. received, you know? Rollins said that we should see what they used to do 140 years ago, which was roughly, <laughs> I think he was roughly like 50 years in at that point. Yeah. He was, yeah. Yeah, he was 27. And... Well, Roland could probably, um, well, he's always a wealth of knowledge, but he, I guarantee you his life has seen all those transformations and um, probably ought to be a, a guest on those episodes. Yeah, 100%. That dude's always busy traveling to all these certifications and all that, though. He is. He was just on one not long ago. I seen on Facebook, and kudos to you for always being that guy too. Yeah. That's uh, amazing. Another one that was uh, well received was episode seventy four, a new generation of labor, and I think that just um, you know that's going to be a a topic as long as we are probably around, you know. Yeah trying to pull in that new generation of labor. I did watch a deal on, um, I think it was YouTube about the trade wave, they called it. That, uh, you know, yeah, just so many people um, who went to college kind of got some, you know, <laughs> BS degree. In fact, I was talking to uh, my daughter's boyfriend last night and he was talking about all the guys that, went straight to work out of high school. He's got a business degree of some sort. And uh, he's like, they're all doing better than me. It's like, they just went and got jobs or got in the trades. And, and uh, that's often the, the, the case, you know, and not just with college, but, but, you know, getting, getting into so many people got into computerized systems and computerized things. And, and, you know, 
Not now Obviously, AI. <laughs> now now you got AI that's taken over a lot of these. Uh, I mean, it can write code, man. Mm. Um, and and it's it's amazing what that thing can do. Um, as well as like everyday stuff, I've I've wrote some really complicated formulas in Excel because it helped me to like talk it through and figure out. It's it's pretty uh, crazy. So anyway, it was talking about the trade wave that a lot of people, you know, are going to realize that like uh, in that particular video it was talking like this guy was saying a guy or gal, I can't remember, but talking about how uh, they're financially can't afford this and can't afford that. And, and people are in their comments like I'm doing just fine. I'm a carpenter. Or, I'm doing just fine. I'm an iron worker. And well, and I think you can almost look at that and kind of see how, you know, a degree is almost the same thing as a certification. We, we always say certification, we always preach education and that's, it's the same thing, right? Just because you have that piece of paper doesn't mean that you're any better than that person next to you. It's what are you going to do with that piece of paper and how are you going to market yourself and, you know, learn even more to be able to be like, I, I do have this piece of paper, but I'm better because of this, you know, yeah. let me show you what I can do. And it's, it's kind of the same thing. It's, that that degree only gets you so far. It, it gets your foot in the door, but you still got to prove yourself. The same thing as a certification. It it's only a piece of paper until you show people exactly what you're worth. Yeah, yeah, same. And, yeah, you know, that's a good point. I wonder if, if there's a way to pull like a non-biased metric on the success rate of certain degrees in certain areas. Because like, oh, they have if it. You pull, if you pull it from the university that you're getting ready to attend. It's totally different than if you pull it from like a national one. It's like, how are like, who who's creating this? Well, I think guys? I think all they keep track of the, the universities is how many people get hired right out of the school, right? Yeah, but it's got. I'm sorry, I'm saying like into the field and the, the field that they went to, they went to school for, and then well, I guess something like seventy percent of people do not have jobs in their um in their field, uh, field of degree study field, yeah, mm -hmm. in their field of study. So that's pretty telling right there. I think another thing to your point, Daniel, that that should be thought about is the one thing you don't get in college as as easily as you do in the trades is the experience with those things. Yeah. So you can mesh experience and education together. So you're applying that. So if you're in a field that you can go out and get internships, then yeah, you and a lot of those are free, whereas in the trade you get paid for that time. Uh, but, you know, internships are kind of like our paid trainings, which, you know, most most of the trades, if you're if you're getting a training and and while you're getting your years of experience and you're getting your certifications and different trainings throughout the your your life, your experience, um, I mean, that's where that's where kind of the rubber meets the road and you become real valuable. Right. Jorge is on here says uh, happy holidays. And he actually went to school for pharmaceuticals and worked in inpatient pharmacy for years. <laughs> so and now he's. He's that carpet guy, man. You, you, yeah. Some of the work that he does on uh, Facebook, man, that, that stuff is amazing. I like binding, surging and all that custom runner work. His nickname should be yeah. Sergio. Very, very Sergio. 
he's very talented, no doubt about it. And he's got, um, I'll tell you one thing he's got too, is a great attitude. I like that guy oh, yeah. a lot. He's, he's always had such a positive attitude. And, um, but yeah, that goes to show you, like he's got a, a degree in pharmaceuticals and he's laying carpet, but he loves it. He's an absolute master at it. And uh, I think if you master anything, you're going to find success. So let me see what the other, there was one. Making the industry one, number seven. Making the industry one. I think that's got a lot to do with um, the, at, at the end of the, um, the end of the day coming together we know we're a bit fragmented in the flooring industry compared to a lot of the others and that fragmentation is somewhat uh our achilles heel but we can come together we can keep building each other up keep talking uh you know keep shooting podcasts and and uh hopefully they that that helps to mend some of those things and allow people to come together and um you know, look for the best of the industry and not just, I think one of the things that I've noticed in talking to a bunch of flooring contractors and a bunch of installers is that the short-sightedness looking out for the week or for the day or the month, maybe at best, and uh, not really looking out towards it, you know, towards the future. Um that seems to be getting a little bit better and I got to give it to the installers, to be honest with you, they're starting to catch a little, at least from my conversations, like, okay, you know, like the, even the training or the, the uh, adoption of new technologies and things of that nature. Um, they're a little bit more uh, ambitious than I gave them credit for, you know, a year ago. And I say them, I'm one of them, but uh, at the end of the day, um, you know, the guys that are putting the floor down on a daily basis, you know, the men and women out there knock it out of the park. Um, you know, I think that the the embracing of of trying to build a a uh, community where where we are all together, the manufacturers, the flooring companies, the flooring dealers and the installers and and we all realize our jobs are to put down sell and put down great floors that's the bottom line so yeah. i think that jake's that on here it. says good afternoon fellas and you're talking about community he's one of the the guys that's been in it around this area for a long time too and and we rarely see him we see we probably see people across the u.s more than than we end up seeing him yeah. and he lives in the same city right and it's just how do we how do we end up bridging that gap and I mean, we've talked about it a few times and we just have to start planning something, you know, once you set a date, it's just, it's there kind of like, I mean, what, what we did when you came in was, you know, like, like on the fly and we still had like 20 people here. Yeah. yeah just, a, just imagine what you can do. Turned out some planning. Some of yeah. Installer meetups, but... installer meetups is, I think one thing that, you know, I'd like to uh, explore here and and try to do a few in 2024 is just get together and do the discussion, have a talk, have some fun. And, um, you know, one of the biggest manufacturers uh, in flooring is kind of on board with that idea, like showing that community can come together and not, not like shoot arrows at each other that we see on Facebook. I know we bring that up a lot, but if you get on Facebook groups at all, it's hard not to bring it up. 
you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the amount of back and forth and. I don't know yeah. if there's more negativity or positivity on there. I, I guess... think it's a it's a it's a pretty good mixture, right? But it's the the thing is is that on the positive notes, there will still pe be people trying to bring it down, and then the more you try to like not attack, but like tell these people like, no, nah, man, you you just got to be easy on them. They're they're asking for help, you know, and then all they do is bring their negativity to every single positive post, anyways. Yeah. But but you know what? But both sides are. I think both sides are contagious. Um, if someone starts commenting on a negative one, you know the people will will follow suit until someone changes that, and then and and then you see you'll see the shift. Yeah. So be positive, guys. I mean, it's a lot better way to live. I'll tell you that. Um, yeah. So those installer meetups could be you know really cool throughout twenty twenty four, not just go career throwing them at different places but like hopefully it just can be somewhat of somewhat like what you guys did there um just having an open door and you know allowing people to voice their opinions their excitement their concerns and and what they want to see change in the industry right. but at the I same mean, time you know we even had a manufacturer here right jeremy from shonak showed up with some of the most delicious cookies I've ever had in my life. <laughs> and uh, those were some good cookies. It was it was nice to I mean, he was there and he was trying to learn about about Go Carrera too. So it was it was nice to have someone there and actually like like before he left, he was like, Yeah, I, I've always heard about it. I've never been through like anything about it. He said, This is a really good idea. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's beyond a, idea. It's, I can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> it's past yeah. that point. <laughs> It is past the idea point. And one of the, the key points to all that is building a community, building a community of installers uh, and become installer strong. Ooh, I just said that out and I might need, might use that's that this shirt. year. Become installer <laughs> strong. Um, that's a new shirt. Uh, but yeah, you know, coming together and, and, and uh, having the retailers or, the local flooring companies put something together and have the installers come together and, and yeah. not just the installers in your company, but like the, the entire community of installers in your area. Um, and because uh, one thing I found is if it's just my company and those installers do a lot of work for me from a subcontractor level, you know, they're, they want me to be happy and I want them to be happy. And so there's some, you know, I want the guys that maybe don't do any work for my flooring company to to talk. And that's why I wanted to come up there and, and have it up there where there's no strings attached. I just want to hear from the community. Um, and in that in that particular setting, it was about what can Go Career do more to uh, make your life better. What what types of deals can we implement that would make the installer's life truly better? And um so yeah, but having those community events where we come together, you can see the benefit of it if you go to CFI. I mean, those guys, that's probably the one organization that does really good at, at coming together. And and Rollin said that um, that's why the, the chapters, you know, the CFI chapters, they're trying to bring them back. And that's why they work so well. It's because you don't have to be CFI certified in order to to come to the to the meetups and stuff like that. But it's just showing people that, you know, we are a community, we're in it together. And Tanya said the same thing that we need to change. It's the, the every man for themselves mentality. 
and and you need to realize that everyone wants everyone to succeed like mm -hmm. i never look at anyone and like i hope they fail it's like you know we may not see eye to eye but i still don't want you to fail i mean you you never want to have that mentality um just last week thursday jimmy reached out to me jimmy salisbury and um he he reached out about a, a project probably a couple months ago and he was like you know asking me about material selections and then once once he he made those selections then he's like i got the job and then it came down to hey i'm doing this job on thursday and i really don't feel comfortable will you will you come down and help he said just i remember that yeah and we need a lot more of that too and you know that that's so I want to add on to that, that, that installer strong. Cause I, I was right. I was already writing stuff down on here about that. And like, like an installer town hall or something like that. And I think part of the, part of the issue is, is uh, trying to find neutral ground, right? Like I don't want any other installer to feel like we're, we're trying to just invite you over and then messing up your relationship with, with any of the other stores you do work with. No, cause, cause we're an installer before we're a store and, and, um, install local guys you guys have to understand that that's how we're thinking right like we're not thinking get labor get get uh more installers we're thinking we're installers what were we missing when we did it full-time ourselves and that's that's where where all this is is coming full circle and uh i, I think you gotta try to get it out there so that way they understand this is all neutral this is all like at your own will, we're not ruining anything. Other stores, break. Come on, like if you're another salesperson, come join the the party too. Come and learn about some other people. Um, I think that we do need to start doing something like that. We talked about it a few years ago, actually, um, and just never really followed up. So shame on us. Well, I think one thing um, that came out of the the meeting down up at your guys's place was you know, get an online forum where we all can communicate and come together mm -hmm. off of Facebook possibly and just have a, a you know, more of a forum type deal uh, for announcements and things. And that could be a real good place for whether it's CFI or anybody putting on a, you know, a um, local chapter, you know, gather uh, event or installer kind of gathering event it on there advertise it on the forum to everybody and heck if you're close within 30 45 minutes maybe uh it would attract more people but that was one of the things that came came out of that was you know putting a forum together i want to test that a little bit and make sure it'd be utilized and if so i'm happy to build it yeah i Put think a forum um, together where we all we all can just you know voice you know have our voices heard Right. Uh, and, we're three um, guys that right. gather every week, but having having some central location to uh, explore a topic and start a conversation, and then say, "Hey, all right, guys in this area, we're going to carry this on over here in person. Come on down." You know, you, yeah. you're right. So th then it does give it a it does give it a a, a better better feeling, right? It creates atmosphere uh, before yeah. you even. Yeah, so that's a few things um, that I think, you know, we can all agree would be helpful if it could be well attended. Um, maybe have it launch out of the Google Career app or have it vice versa. Or uh, I'm open if you'll comment on what you would like to see, you know, just a website version kind of deal, launching out of an application or how you would like to see a forum be made 
that could, um, you know, assembled in a way that could benefit everybody. Um, you know, it also would help if, you know, installers in one side of the country is having problems with the flooring product and you start to see these trends on a certain flooring product, it's a closed community. We can talk how we want and maybe the next time somebody grabs it, you got a few tricks and tips that they've learned through that forum that helps them get that product down without, you know, as many problems or maybe sometimes just steer away from it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it at that. So 2024, how's how's the year looking uh, up in your guys' neck of the woods from a overall, you know, uh, construction, maybe uh, outlook or attitude? Is it still still buildings, people still doing stuff? There seems to be a lot of education um, stuff coming back around again. I think we're, I don't know if it's every other year, every three years. I mean, there's some every year, right? But now they're cycling some some larger projects seems to be more government projects uh, coming across the uh, the desk right now. And and I think that that's, I don't know if that's going to be the whole thing, but that's what's there right now. As far as this, the summer coming, I, I, I don't have a metric in front of me for that. And I haven't, I haven't looked at uh, some of the local, uh, uh, some of our local affiliates uh, yet. They haven't really, dug too deep and all that like you just go to the meetings and we talk about some stuff very loosely but that's about it right i think um the abc the builders <laughs> were are they do their projection every year and i think that one is slated to go in january or something like that their meeting so the last time we went to one of those they they were pretty spot on with everything i mean they have the the resources and stuff to keep track of that kind of stuff and i mean they they straight up said in there they were like you know, we see commercial going this way. We see residential going this way. And that's a, almost exactly what happened. And now... Um, so that was commercial going this way and residential going this way. Um, is and, and that's what happened. And I think, um, like, the, the projections that I've been hearing on um, other, you know, different forms of media are almost like a commercial may end up slowing down a bit and residential may end up picking up because they're the loans and stuff are the interest rates are starting to kind of level out and so we have an election it, coming up of course so, so we yeah got, that, there's a lot of stuff going in 2024 gentlemen so yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i i um so a few sources uh say a lot of the similar things if you if you chop commercial up into um sectors the healthcare sector is going to continue to to um stay steady uh didn't seem like it was going to have the same growth that it had last year a lot of that was a rollover from covid so a lot of projects that got stopped and this was nationwide um rolled over into 22 and 23 and uh, so that's why those two years were so good for healthcare. But it it came off of they were still increases from 2019, so they were pre-COVID increases. And um, it looks like that is probably going to stay steady, which is not a at least it's not turning down. Uh, government work is in particular. Look, you know I hate to say it, I wish we weren't, but we're in we're in wars. I, I mean, mm -hmm. whether it's proxy wars or actual wars, um, anytime that happens, the government's, you know, trying to recruit and they're trying to 
you know, remodel. I've seen five different barracks in our area go up for, for bid to remodel the barracks. And, and um, that's just in Kansas. So, and these are huge projects. So um, that makes a lot of sense too, because now the, um, the office personnel that is in charge of, you know, facilitating the rest of it, they're trying to make their place look a lot better too. And that's what I'm yeah, saying. It's a recruiting tool. Yeah. Hey, come join us. We just yeah. remodeled this stuff. Well, you, you've seen it staff, in student housing. Look at student housing today versus back, you know, you know, 25, 30 years ago, you went to college and it was a, it, it was like the dorm dorm rooms that you see in the old movies. You know, it was not a place that was uh, exceptionally special. Now they're like little condos, you know, super yeah. nice. LVT floors everywhere, uh, you know, beautiful finishes and and nice appliances. I mean, it's it's uh, pretty crazy. And the government's doing the same thing. You got to attract people and you get them a you know come join. And you get. Uh, I was in the military, so um, you know, just National Guard. But um, still, the the idea of like joining, um, getting paid, and then room and board and all that stuff in the barracks. I mean, you don't pay none of that. And if it's a nice place to stay. And so they're, they're using it as a recruitment tool, possibly uh, I would assume as well, but those types of projects are, are seem to be not only have I seen that happening. It's also kind of the AGC and, and uh, the AIA, their billings kind of reflect that as well. Uh, AIA billings for 2024 seem to be soft compared to 23 so take that for what you will. That can turn around in a, in a, yeah, in a contract. <laughs> just a few months. I mean, it could turn around and all of a sudden 24 be blowing that out. So that's a tough metric to follow. Um, but all in all, the interest rates are going. Uh, they've you know obviously paused rate hikes. They start. The Fed's been really dovish on their talk and the way that they're uh, you know addressing the economy. So it's likely that we see a another pause coming up or even possibly, you know, the first quarter, you start to see, um, you know, rates coming down. You start seeing that liquidity come back in the market because they start reducing rates and homeowners are going to start buying because they know they can refinance if it goes down again. And so as opposed to on an uptick, it starts to really cause problems. Uh, the theory is that once you get close to the top, uh, in commercial, it, it causes a boon, you know, at the first, because everybody's trying to get their projects financed at a rate before the next rate increase. Yep. And then as it gets close to the top, or it sounds like it's close to the top, people stop doing things because they both residential and commercial, because they believe that, you know, it's going to do this and you're going to start to you know, top out and you don't want to pay a higher rate if I can just wait a few months for my building or something. And then once they start ticking down, you'll start to see those projects coming back to life. And uh, the knowing that they, they'll just refinance all the way down. So it's an interesting, um, that's not my theory. It was just something that was been posed to me. I go to a lot of, uh, you know, I'm a member at Stewart and Associates. Our company's a member of Fuse. So I get to go and hear their economic outlook every year. Uh, as well as I, uh, I do a lot of reading on macroeconomics and such, and so, uh, and the AGC does a good job of of publishing uh, some of that stuff as well. So, 
it looks like it should be a pretty steady year. Uh, I think 2024 will be the year for the go-getters. Frankly, I don't think that it's going to be easy, but uh, I think there's going to be work out there and the go-getters who are paying attention to um, what, where the projects are and, and, you know, doing some research on, on where to focus their attention uh, will do pretty well in 2024 and maybe even separate themselves a bit from other installers and other companies and such. Jorge says that um, he heard that LLCs in 2024 is going to be a little bit different when you first set them up. And I haven't heard anything about that. I know that um, like anything other than a C-Corp, you're going to have to provide the government with information on whoever is more than a 25% owner. So that's one of the big changes. So, that, I mean, it's going to come to light where all, you're, you're essentially going to know who owns every single small business. Yeah. <clears throat> Beneficial ownership is what they call yeah. it. And um, the banking industry has done that for quite a while. Uh, if you open up a bank account for an LLC or a C Corp or an S Corp rather, uh, you know, well, C Corp's always been that way. You got to show the beneficial right. owners and now it's moving to the S Corps and the, the LLCs for beneficial ownership uh, to show whoever's 25% or more, not just the majority owner. Um, I'm not sure if that's what he's talking about or if there's some other things. I don't uh, currently have an LLC, so I haven't looked into it recently. Uh, but that's one of the other things that seemed to come up you know, having a, an accountant yeah. on tap inside, you know, available for installers to like utilize uh, was another, you know, whether it's for questions like that. Hey, I read this article. What's this mean to me? You know, uh, right. with a, and with an accountant, that was like, another thing that came up. Yeah. That's almost like a, a subscription based model too, because uh, my friend Colin lives in California, but works at one of the universities. And he said, even one of the universities, the university he works at out there does a prepaid legal now to where they pay, I think he said like $14 a month and you can ask them any questions you want. They review whatever documents. Huh. Hmm. So you figure, I mean, everyone that works in a university, you're looking at a few hundred people. And if you expand that into like go Carrera and it's like, yeah, you have thousands of people that, that are doing that. Yeah, be there's been a, there was a deal called prepaid legal at one point. Um, I think the, the, for lower needed, you know, right. Legal advice, same thing with accounting. I, I think those two uh, things could be really beneficial in 2024 for, you know, all installers to have access to that kind of thing. Yeah, this right. is one of the there was a guy that was in here um a week or two ago and I was like, Do you have an accountant? He's like, No. And I'm like, I mean, there's no shame in that, man. Like when we first started, I did our own our taxes and everything too. And it's everything gets to that point when you're like, it's probably not the best idea. Yeah, have an accountant have a or access to an accountant and access to a to a uh to an attorney is, yeah. I, I think, paramount in business. So you no matter what level way, you're though. at. You got to say it in a different way. You got to say having someone else who's going to take full responsibility if there's an error is worth its weight in gold. That's how you got to yeah. say it, man. That's how you got to attract people. If somebody would have said that to me years ago, I'd have been like, oh, 
Oh, okay. So it's messed up. It's their fault. Okay. Okay. We'll go with it. <laughs> that's yeah. That's, that's why you want an accountant to do your taxes. <laughs> not that they, you're not still ultimately responsible, yeah. but they, they definitely are going to, you get a set of reviewed financials and they have to sign off on that. And, uh, depending on the size of your company and how much, you know, effort goes into a review, a set of reviewed financials. This is off topic a lot, but uh, you know, it can be anywhere from four to eight, ten thousand dollars but that is them signing off that the information is is uh accurate and then of course they they've gotten your signature that you've provided them with all the accurate information mm -hmm. so well with that guys i i am going to cut this short this uh episode i hope everybody's doing wonderful out there please if you're watching us on whatever social network or youtube you know give us a a like, subscribe to our channel, uh, possibly leave a comment. That that's what helps us out a lot is is hearing from from the audience and allows us not only guys. to yeah <laughs> we don't even care. <laughs> if you don't like it, leave a comment and tell us what you think we're doing wrong. Uh, we're we have thick skin and can uh, and uh, we can handle that. So yeah, one hundred percent. Come and yeah, join. So we Make look the content to better, right? Guys. Amen. Come join us. We're happy to have any, uh, we're going to have a few episodes in 2024. We're just, you know, I'm going to try to make it to where we can have, you know, maybe max out the, our new platform to 10 and have, you know, a bunch of as many installers as we can get on there and just, just do what we do here, which is wrap together and talk about, uh, have a topic and, and, uh, you know, have a, a bigger group of guys, uh, chatting it up. So. Happy New Year to everybody. Oh, Merry yeah. Christmas. I hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas. Uh, you know, get prepped for the new year. And uh, and uh, I'm really excited for 2024 with not only Go Carrera, but as well as the huddle and what content we're going to try to provide and some of the uh, impacts that we're going to try to uh, have in the industry. Uh, we've been here for 77, 78 episodes we're not going anywhere. Wow. We're still here. Awesome. We're going to keep going, guys. So uh, join us. Uh, and if you want to join us, you can always shoot a email to support at Go Carrera. You can email either one of the fellas, too, yeah. and um, ask to be on the podcast. We'd love to have you on as long as you're, uh, you know, you keep that positive mindset. We could talk about difficult things and still keep a positive outlook hey, on how the, to solve those problems. Too. Bring the negative <laughs> one, too, so that way we can find solutions for it. Yeah, positive mindset with negative uh, things is one thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we can always deal with that. So, all right, guys. Well, I hope you had a Merry Christmas. Uh, it's nice to catch up with you today. Same. And, um, you know, best of luck this uh, coming new year. And and hopefully all your wishes come true on on uh, Christmas here. So, yeah, we'll talk to you in, uh, in the new year. Next all year. right. See you next year. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. See you guys. Thanks, guys.